Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellen podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. 21 years. 21 years of wondering and dreaming and can we do that? And what if we tried this? 21 years of faithful servants of God regularly stepping foot in this neighborhood when they could have easily chosen a different place, an easier place, a more predictable place to do ministry. 21 years of asking God to provide and 21 years of trying to figure out how to do the right thing with the resources that God did provide. Decisions, decisions, more decisions, laughter, love, babies born, relationships, marriages started, prayer, meals, needs met. And the thing we keep hearing over and over again a place to be authentically yourself. Our mission has always looked different than what the tradition said church should or could look like. The boldness, the bravery, the spirit of imagination and hope that's always been surrounding us for even 21 years. Do you know how big our story is? I think you're starting to get a feel for it. It's the kind of story that really baffles the imagination. It kind of defies the odds. An Assemblies of God ministry that decides to make roots in Deep Ellum. An unused warehouse donated by Hobby Lobby for a couple bucks to a minister. Won't God do it? A ministry handed down to two gifted ministers, Joel and Rachel Triska, who were on fire for God and willing to answer the call. You know, I think a lot about how grateful I am for Joel and Rachel. And even though I don't know them personally yet, I hope to. And I hope to one day tell them how grateful I am for their faithfulness and their willingness to believe in this wild and unique and amazing thing called life in deep Ellum. Because that in itself, their belief, their faith is a miracle to me. They built relationships with this neighborhood. They strategically envisioned what this place could be. And they had no roadmap. Okay? It was just the spirit of God this spirit of imagination and a willingness to dream about what could be. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Joel and Rachel had faith. And what a miracle is that. Won't God do it? The book of Jeremiah describes a people who are in exile from their homeland. They're desperate for a word from God. They're struggling. And a lot of Jeremiah's words are pretty harsh indictments. They're kind of heavy to read. 
But you know, it was a pretty traumatic time. There was a lot going on in the, in the life of God's people. The promised land was not quite yet. Their deliverance was not official. They were in exile, spending time enslaved by the Babylonian empire. And they were taunted about their most sacred stories from their enemies. These other empires didn't believe in them, this Yahweh God, the people of God. There wasn't a sense of faith in who they could be. And if we're honest, life in Debellum, we too can relate to this feeling of exile. I've described the faithfulness of God's provision over the last 21 years. But did you ever once hear me say it was easy or it was perfect? You didn't hear me say that. There were themes of exile throughout. Feeling isolated in this effort to build a faith-based cultural center when no one else was doing that. Feeling isolated as a church in a struggling, beautiful, unpredictable neighborhood like Debellum that wasn't always cool. And when it was cool, (laughs) it might not always be cool. There have been some highs and lows in this neighborhood, lied. And so that could feel isolating to those that went before us. Feeling exiled in some kind of way from the assemblies of God after deciding that we would be a place where all people, gay, lesbian, transgender, beloved humans could feel safe and included here. And that meant some feelings of exile. Joel and Rachel knew this feeling of exile, struggling to balance being the strong leaders that were needed with the struggle of also being human. And the times that those collided. And then there is the feeling of exile of the last few years. Feeling exiled from this very building during the pandemic. Feeling exiled after losing so many beloved people and staff. Feeling exiled from one, from one another at times in relationships. But do you know what Jeremiah says to the Israelites. Do you know that it is when they are feeling the most exiled, when they have been through hard things, that Jeremiah reminds them of the one that they can never be exiled from. They can never be separated from God. And my dear community, you have never been separated from God. God has been faithful in this place. In all the imperfections, in all the swerving and the curving and the this and the that and the planning and the dreaming. God has been with you. Jeremiah 29 is all about hope and a future. And this is what he says. 
And I've given you the context. This was not a rosy time for the Israelites. And then they hear these words. For surely, verse 11, chapter 29, for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for your harm. To give you a future with hope. This verse is going to be our anchor in this new chapter. This new season that we're living into. And what I love is that before verse 11, Jeremiah says something else. He says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. And do that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. And I can't help but think that in the welfare of deep Elam, we will find our welfare. When we seek what is good for this city, for this neighborhood, we are fulfilling our own goodness, our own completion of what God has for us. Our welfare is bound up in this very neighborhood and in the partners that we've seen and heard from today. We are not alone in this adventure with God. When you search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. God has done it. God has been doing it here and God will keep on doing it. Nothing, friends, can stop the power of God's loving plan for this place. And you know what's most exciting? We don't know what that plan is. Are you scared? A little bit? Yes, of course you are. Because that's what faith is. It's stepping out when you don't know the details. And you've been doing that already for 21 years. You've already practiced this faith. And so that faith will continue to grow. It's time for us to believe in our future. Life in Deep Ellum. We are honoring our past this weekend, and now we get to look ahead and dream with God and have possibility and imagination. 
Because you know what? Jeremiah was saying, go ahead and plant gardens and get married and build houses. Settle in, even though you're uncertain. Get comfortable. Get acquainted. Because I've got you. Do you believe that? God has got us. And so we can rest assured as we step into this next season, even though it's a big season. It's a big undertaking, this thing we got going on here. 16,000 square feet of potential and also expensive maintenance. I'll be honest, yes. But God's with us. And every time we have two choices, we can lean into fear and scarcity and pain and doubt. Or we can step forth into good faith with God. And it's okay if you're rocking back and forth a little bit. That's the struggle of faith. That's the dance of faith. But what I'm asking you to do is start that struggle. Start shifting your posture from one of fear and scarcity into one of holy imagination, into one of co-creation with our God. And then we're going to watch God show up. And God's already been showing up. But the more we're willing to see God show up and the more we expect God to show up, oh, then, then it gets good. Our expectation, our faithful disposition is important to God. And it's not about shaming ourselves when we don't have that expectation. It's just about saying, okay, Lord, sometimes I can't see you, but you're still here. You're still with me. The next 21 years will be beautiful if we work together. It can't be a burden that just falls on one or just on two, or just on the staff, or just on the board of directors. Amen. Amen. (laughs) They were working hard over the last year. You all were in various ways. But it can never just fall on individual bodies. Instead of falling on some shoulders, it will rest on all of our shoulders. Because then... The burden is light. The burden is light when we share it, my friends. So when it starts to feel heavy and the maintenance man tells me there's a big repair bill or you're feeling stressed on a committee or you just don't want to go to church that day or you're starting to feel some doubts, start to breathe and start to remember that a cloud of witnesses surrounds you. And that you are sharing this burden on your shoulders with others. And God is really bearing it with us too. I wouldn't have said yes to being your pastor if I didn't believe in what's possible here. And I sure as heck am not about to try it without the grace of God. And I hope that you'll follow my lead on that. I hope you'll lean on God too. I hope that you'll remember that God's been faithful with this innovative, unique, relational neighborhood ministry. And God's going to keep being faithful. 
and I am excited to see what's possible here. I am excited to see who will join us, what stories they'll bring, what they'll teach us about Jesus and Christ's love, what they'll reveal to us about the character of God. For surely I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you a future with hope. We have a future. Amen.